Hey everyone and welcome to the Chris Broadhead Show. I am your host, Chris Broadhead. This show is all about finding the key characteristics, best practices, and deep insights from every brilliant artist I can convince to come on the show. I recently had the rare fortune to chat with an amazingly talented performer, director, writer, videographer, and producer out of Los Angeles named Chad LeBaron, a.k.a. Churdleys. You may recognize him from the multitude of hilarious characters across YouTube and Facebook, or his crazy viral video, Dad Tries to Find His Son at Coachella, that recently earned 2.5 million views on Facebook. This conversation was amazing, and I myself plan to listen through it at least a few more times to squeeze out all the nuggets of insight. If you are an actor, filmmaker, producer, or even marketer, I think you'll really enjoy this episode. This episode is brought to you by SuitSocialMedia.com. If you or your business are in need of digital marketing guidance, please contact Chris at SuitSocialMedia.com. SuitSocial specializes in video production, podcast creation, content distribution via social, SEO, PR, influencer marketing, and email, not to mention digital marketing training. Your audience and customers are begging for your amazing work. Together, we can make your work so easy to find and powerful, they'd practically have to buy. All right, cool. So I am with Chad LeBaron. Did I say that correct? Yeah, you did. LeBaron. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and, I, and I have all of your, uh, your aliases as well, so I thought it'd be fun to, to list those. AKA, oh, yeah. AKA Churdleys, AKA Hate Myself, AKA yep. X-Step Grandma's Favorite Helper, yep. AKA Big Mistake, AKA yep. Unsubscribe, and AKA Twat Bitch. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds about right. I think those those were all the aliases I could find. I'm I'm sure there's more. There is more, yeah. Deep yeah. down inside. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, from my uh research and all your your different uh social channels and and content you've re- you've released, uh from the outside looking in, Chad LeBaron is an extremely talented and dynamic performer, writer, director, videographer, wedding photographer, and producer living in Los Angeles. Is that <laughs> Is that accurate? You did some research, you fucking sketchhead. Dude, right? Fucking yeah. Google, man. It's a dangerous thing. It is dangerous. <laughs> Damn. That's um, tough, though. Yeah, man. But yeah, I got to got to like check out all your videos and they're all hilarious. Um I, I thought your your acting in the pre- present day Jesus was uh-huh. really like really exceptional. Like you're you're hilarious and everything. I'm like, damn, this dude's fucking hilarious. But you're you're acting that. I was like, dude, he's like a good actor too. Shit. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Yeah, man. So, uh, could you give us a little background on yourself and and what you do? Yeah, but can I share something real quick? I For found sure. this morning. Yeah. And it's honestly the best thing I've ever found in my life. It's called on Spotify. Can they hear? Okay, wait. They can't see. Um. It's on Spotify. It's called Laurel Canyon Animal Company, and they have less than a thousand plays. But uh-huh. all their songs are some creepy guy singing about dogs, and it's super funny. And I'm gonna play a song real quick. Sweet. Can you hear that? Yeah, hear it great. All right. All right, and they have like 15 subscribers on YouTube. Squeaky deaky. I love my squeaky toy, squeaky deaky, 
It made me jump for joy. Alright, I have stuff like that. It's legit, bro. Make it taste good. Make it taste good. I swear to God, if you put this on at a party, girls are twerking all over your dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry, lick the plate. I'm hungry, taste great. I love food. I'm hungry, can't wait. I'm hungry, lick the plate. Alright, so that's Laurel Canyon Animal Company on Spotify. Go check it out. Awesome. We will we will link to them in the show notes for sure. You could definitely take all that out if you want to, but <laughs> shout out Laurel Canyon. I'm not taking shit out, bro. That's, Good, that's, that's gonna be my new opening. They're paying me five grand to plug their album. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's uh um, Small what, what, what was the question you asked me? Uh, can you give us a little background on yourself and what you do? Yeah, so I, I've i been making little videos since I was like 14 maybe on like, on like my first like flip phone I got that had like video on it and like me and my cousins would just like make these stupid videos and I was always the one to kind of like I will just like go over there and like force them to like be in my videos with them um, and then I just kept like getting more and more like equipment and everything. Um, and then I ended up just making like weird characters, uh, more and more and, um, kind of just trying to develop them, just making like videos whenever I could pretty much like a bunch in like one night if I could, and just like put them on like MySpace videos and like no one, no one would even watch them and get like 15 plays. Um, <laughs> And they're like the shittiest like quality ever. Like you could, they're like they're like a hundred pixels in the whole like screen. Um, but then I kept like getting more and more like equipment as it went on, and like kept like trying to get it like better and better and more relatable. Cause like back then that would be the most like unrelatable like weirdest weirdest shit ever. And like that was the hold on one second. I'm doing the podcast thing. Yeah, shut the fuck up. It's probably your fucking quinoa. Who the fuck eats quinoa? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. We, we can forgive him for that quinoa. Yeah, we can't forgive Just him. once. Who the fuck eats quinoa? <laughs> Honestly. Um, okay, what was I talking about? Oh, and then, then yeah, I just kept, kept doing it pretty much. And I'm 20, almost 24 now. Um, and... Um, shit, I lost my train of thought, but yeah, I would, I, I would, um, I'm, I've just been making like these videos and these characters for, for just like so long. And like, I have this like dad character, uh, the one that I posted on Facebook that I've actually been doing for like, I think like four years now. And like, it's just, it's like the funnest character that like, it's like the only, it's like one of the funnest characters that I, I myself think is like fun to do. Uh-huh. And just recently, it kind of like caught on on Facebook with that one video, where like he's going around trying to find his son on drugs, um, and or no, he's not on drugs, but his son's on drugs. But um, that character is like, I I just try to develop these characters. And I'm trying to figure out like what what's like what I think is the funniest because when when you do like comedy and stuff, you kind of get like wrapped up with like oh what's funny is that even funny like do, do you do you do comedy yourself right i do yeah 
Yeah, writer, yeah. director, actor. Yeah, and like, uh, kind of get like lost in like what's funny and what's not funny, and like that's the hardest part. But that that like finding like that character that's like always funny to you is like the hardest part. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I've I've just been trying to make videos like high quality ones, low quality ones, like on cell phones and stuff, just like however I can. And then then I then I am taking like some classes at like LACC, but mostly I've just been trying to make like a video a week, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. I used to have a channel called Simple Misfits. Uh, we would do like pranks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had, like, weird characters on that. It had, like, 400,000 subscribers. Um, we would make videos for that. and But that kind of got, like, restricting, like, doing just pranks for that channel. Like, that's all they wanted. Like, with, like, with YouTube subscribers, like, if you do anything different, they'll, like, freak out pretty much. Wow. And, like, we tried to do, like, sketches and stuff. And then they, like, just did not like it. They just, like, wanted that, like, that that prank are you familiar with like youtube pranks yeah yeah they're like they're pretty lame especially like nowadays they're they're getting even more and more like lame and like hated on and like it's kind of like that's kind of how like it got like popular was like those pranks and like once once it was like a prank channel it's like you can't go back really right right yeah that's uh, i've seen so many prank videos that i'm like all right I think that's enough prank videos. It, they have sort of a low ceiling. They they have such a low ceiling and like they're just so like they're all pretty much fake for the most part. Like the crazy ones. Oh yeah. Some like there's some like prank channels that I guess quote unquote prank channels that like aren't aren't fake. Um, but like I don't think think of them necessarily as pranks. Like the ones where they're like taking taking pictures of people prank and like they just get like punched in the face yeah it's like so dumb we tried to like put like a little spin on it like uh and try to make them a little bit different than like pranks but like we added like characters and stuff we did one called uh anti-feminist protest Mm -hmm. and um we we basically just went to la or we went to long beach city or no no cal state long beach and we like just started this this protest pretty much uh where we were like anti-feminist but like it was obvious like we just didn't like girls or we were just doing the whole thing because we have like small penises and like thought they should still like us because we have small penises <laughs> and like everyone like kind of knew it was a joke it like rounded up like 200 people uh-huh. um, and everyone kind of knew it was a joke and then this one girl like came in and just like slapped me in front what? of and, and like knocked all our signs down and everything and like and that that's like what got that video like kind of kind of viral uh-huh. was that like girls <laughs> that girl's reaction yeah um, so it was it was an actual prank i guess it was a prank yeah i like yeah. like every video we did on there was i guess a prank like but it was still like it was still kind of weird but um but yeah i guess it was a prank but we actually kind of proved a point um we like we were saying like oh like if if like we did that or if if uh if we went in and slapped a girl we would go straight to jail um all you guys did was do nothing pretty much yeah and like so they're they're kind of different but um yeah right right 
Yeah, no, I, I can see how uh, a prank channel would be very limiting. So you guys weren't able to convert the audience to more interesting sketch stuff, character-based? Yeah, we weren't, like, we weren't able to, like, uh, just have, like, freedom, pretty much. Yeah. Because, like, it's, like, it's fun to do, like, like pre pretty much we did, just, like, weird things in public. Um, and, like, it's just very limiting. And, like, it's scary. Like, we almost got hurt, like, a few times because they're all real. And, like, you meet some, like, weird people. <laughs> How'd you almost get hurt? Yeah, this one guy like held pepper spray to like both of our faces. Like, what? They grab our camera and like took our phones in to like ride it. And like, he started like grabbing a knife, I think, too, like threatening me. Um, and it was over like a, like something like we didn't even think was that like crazy. We just like, we were like handing out samples of like beef jerky. And then we were like, oh yeah, that's dog. And they're like, what? And like, he just flipped out. And we're like, no, 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 this is a joke. Like, it's beef jerky. We were seeing how like people would react to like eating eating dog, but it wasn't dog. And he's like flipped out and like almost fucking pepper sprayed us. <laughs> that wow. It gets sketchy doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, That's why hire actors to like punch him and stuff. <laughs> Stab. That's awesome, man. Uh, so what what do you consider yourself first? Are you an actor, writer, director, producer? Um, probably, I don't know, that's a tough one. Probably just, yeah, probably an actor. Like, mm -hmm. I, I guess I write all my stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I pretty much, yeah, I pretty much act and write and direct everything or else things wouldn't get done, really. Yeah. Um, and I try to make it, like, easy to film as possible, um... But yeah, pr pretty much just an actor and writer. Uh, I've done a few like improv classes, and those are those are really fun too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, actor and writer. Nice. Is that like all of your formal training? Just some improv classes, or have you taken acting classes as well? Uh, not really. Like I took one one improv class at at UCB, mm -hmm. LA. Um, and that's pretty much it. The rest is just kind of uh, just like practicing on my own and like going out and doing and doing like videos uh, just like on a whim and kind of like improvising. Mm -hmm. as we go and like well, me and my me and my roommate, um, we make videos together sometimes and we literally just all day kind of do these characters um, and like we just kind of improvise off that like we we're all like we're pretty much always like improvising like together without even thinking about it really we just kind of morph into these weird characters mm -hmm. uh, like like yesterday we were just we were doing like this like uh this weird like like buzz lightyear type character um and we would just like we would just say like normal things like all like ridiculously and we kind of just improvise off that like all day and that's pretty much like the only training was, <laughs> it, and it just comes like so natural, yeah, and stuff. But well, it sounds like you just have like really funny, interested friends, and you guys just hanging out was your training. Kind of, yeah. Like me, me and my me and my roommate, we're, we 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 kind of do a lot of stuff together. My other friends don't really do much like video stuff. I'm pretty much like my only friend that does like video stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I kind of try to drag them into it. Um, I have like other like YouTuber friends that that um, that I work with. Um, uh-huh. <clears throat> this guy named like Luke Luke Donahue uh, on YouTube, and he's friends with like Andrew Hales from Loft, and like other friends. But like n- none of my like real close friends really do like video stuff. I've always like dragged them into it like throughout my whole life. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I get like video stuff done when I was like a kid and everything. Well, that, that sounds like uh, a major factor in, in your success, man. Um, you know, you're just super motivated and like the driving force and you just pull people in and, and they do it and they're having a great time and hilarious. Yeah. That's, that's the best way to do it is like, yeah. just you know, like you just got to keep busy. Like people always, I always hear people like excuses, 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 like, Oh, like I'm, I have this like script that I want to do, but I need this, this and that. And like, yeah. And it's just like, no, just like come up with a script that you could do right then and there. If like, you don't have the resources, you just got to yeah. stay, keep like cranking out videos. Oh, like yeah. I, like I, I always just make like stupid videos and like, I'm still trying to figure out like what's funny to me and like what's mm-hmm. funny to everyone else. And like, what's like, what's relatable yet still like my style. And like, mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard. Like comedy's comedy's really hard. Uh, it comes natural to a lot of people, but definitely not to me. I, I've been trying to like. I always like try to figure it out, you know, like about comedy and like my best. My best thing is like just whatever's whatever's fun and like funny to me. Like I can't keep thinking about like other people. Like I always try to compare myself to like other other like YouTubers that like I respect in the sense that they have like a lot of like following but I don't necessarily think it's funny. And like, that's, that's something that's important to like, keep in mind. Like, don't try to compare yourself to other people. Like you're never, if you're, if you try really hard to be like someone else, you're never gonna, you're never gonna be as popular as them. And you're always just going to be like, uh, it's not going to be really that funny or natural to you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like yeah. my, one of my most, like my most, Sorry, I'm close to the Goddamn birds. Fucking birds. Chirping. Like, my most successful videos, and successful to me, they're not, like, crazy popular, but um, was, the was like, the anti-feminist protest, and that took, like, 30 minutes to do. Like, that was a huge rally that happened within, like, 30 minutes, and, and, my, and my dad video on Facebook, um, that was just me... I was like kind of just drunk, like going around. <laughs> I got, I just like was like, I'm, I have no, I don't have any shows to see right now. I'm just gonna like just dress up and, and be stupid. And then that, that all just like unfolded like very naturally. Yeah. And like that's, that's one thing about like comedy. Like you can't really, it's not good to like force it at all. And like I, I noticed myself like forcing, comedy like ah oh, i gotta make something funny out of this but like really there's just nothing like funny from it mm-hmm. yeah um well that your dad video is actually how we were connected because somebody i know on facebook all the way in chicago shared that and i was like that's the funniest fucking thing i've seen like all month <laughs> so i shared it and then like i checked out your fan page and i was like Oh snap! Like this is a pretty new fan page. I wonder if like he would respond to my message, and mm-hmm. you did, and now we're talking. Um, 
So I, I'd love to hear more about that video because, um, you know, you released it less than a week ago or last Tuesday or whatever, and it's now up to 2.4 million views on, on Facebook and maybe it, it's on YouTube too, right? No, it got taken down off YouTube. Did it really? Immediately. I have no idea why. <laughs> it's really, it's such a bummer. Yeah. Um, I, it's like a copyright strike, they said. But for there's no music I added. It was literally just footage from my phone, me talking. Yeah. But, which which sucks because my my Facebook is more popular than my YouTube. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but that 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 video was was just like super like out of whim. Like I was I just like I've done that character for so long. I know like exactly how he is, and he would definitely just be like uh, trying to find his like son at Coachella, like making. <laughs> on drugs and I just took that like very simple idea and just like tried to make it make it funny and like it just came like supernatural like everything I didn't plan really anything from it it's just that character kind of just like taking over and then and then like I ended up just like getting crowd surfed and like getting in like the mosh pit and everything um but and I and I uploaded it not even thinking anything from it I was like oh yeah this this will be funny for my friends to see uh -huh. that's, all, that's all I thought I was like yeah they'll, they'll think this is funny and all of a sudden like I was in the car with my girlfriend just like why does it have 25 shares all of a sudden I'm like this is weird and then um and then like all of a sudden I got home I was like oh 200 shares well that's funny and then all <laughs> that night I was like oh it's at a million I guess that's <laughs> like I didn't even think like that that it would it would like share like that really um mm -hmm. and and I, I like uploaded it not even thinking that it would get shared like that which is cool which is like wow. kind of reassuring you know just like you just gotta even if you gotta keep like uploading and like making stuff like I almost didn't go out and do that that day like I had like little ideas that I wanted to do during Coachella because like it's just a fun area to like shoot everyone's in a good mood and everything Mm -hmm. I did not think like they would they would go that good, which is yeah. cool. Wow, that's, and that's also, amazing. It's also weird that like I've been doing that character for so long, and like it it's never really like um like I always thought it's funny. That's why I keep doing it, and like but I I I didn't I didn't know if anyone else thought it was funny, but like I get like it and then then like it kind of took off and it's kind of reassuring to think like you know if you think something's funny people are gonna know that like they're, they're not gonna like be like oh he thinks he's funny it's just like they could tell like you're having fun with it and like mm -hmm. you obviously have like a desire for for that and like it, wow. it might take some time but you know yeah dude that's uh you, you were just like born having already gone through every awesome improv class that i've i've gone through like my <laughs> my best teachers have said like the person who gets off the most, like on stage, the person who's having the most fun is the mm -hmm. funniest. Yeah, it's totally true. Like I, yeah. I, I watch improv all the time and like I go to this one in, at, at UCB and like it's kind of like a, it's called cage match and like they go back and or that it's like one improv group and then another and the one that always wins is like these two girls that are just up there like just freaking out and like you could, you could just tell they're trying to hold back laughter and there's there you just tell they're doing it all just for fun like mm -hmm. they're they're just saying these things that will that 
they would laugh at themselves. It's nothing like, it's nothing that like, that like they wouldn't think is funny themselves. Right, you know, right, right. like the other groups always kind of like, like they're kind of, you could tell they're like, they're nervous to like go in to the scene and like, they don't really have a direction um, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that's what like my, uh, my biggest heroes and influences in like film and writing and comedy say, they're like, yeah. I, I just create the stuff that I want to see. You know, yeah. I, I wrote this movie because that's an awesome movie that I wanted to see and I wanted yeah. it to exist. Exactly. So I think that's that's like a safe choice whenever you're creating something to just make something that you would want to see. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's totally true with anything with like music. You want to listen. You want to make something that you would be like dancing to, and like you you nod your head to as well. Same with same with comedy. You want to watch something that will make, or you want to make something that'll make you laugh. Yeah, yeah. You cannot try to think of anyone else, mm-hmm. and that's people kind of get mixed up in like you could always perfect it you could always make your you could always make your humor more relatable in the sense like i've i've always made videos but they weren't like relatable i thought they're funny but i totally missed the joke of like why it's funny to me and then and that's like kind of a hard part to get down is like kind of kind of portraying your your joke or like uh yeah, like 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 what's funny about it, and like getting that out to an audience is, is like the hardest part. Because like you obviously think it's funny, then you should try and get make have your audience think it's funny too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's something that people could work on. You know, like I'm I was always like, oh, I guess this isn't funny, but it's it might just be you didn't I didn't like uh, present it well. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. The the idea is not like fully developed, maybe. Gotta gotta keep uh, refining it. And it sounds like I mean that was kind of a, a factor in the dad tries to ha- to find his son at Coachella because I mean mm. you've been doing that character for four years. You said, and yeah. then I mean I, I watched some of the previous videos that I think had you know twenty or a hundred thousand views, and they were hilarious. You're just you're driving around and like asking people. If they're going to Coachella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um and like that that like I've I've been doing it for a long time and like people like it, but it never really like caught on. And then once like like everyone I feel like everyone kinda needs like that that like hit, that like boost. You know, like there's there's weird bands I listen to. I'm like, this is like you can't go into it like listening to their weirdest song. You have to like hear like their like hit song and then you could kind of like mold into them you know like an experimental like kind of band have you heard of animal collective yeah of course like their their hit song like my girls like you can't go into like listening to them listening to like their weirdest song that's super trippy and like ridiculous unless like you're really high or something i don't know and like but you kind of gotta like morph into like you kind of have to trust them and like by hearing like their hit song, like everyone's kind of getting down to it, like you kind of like trust it more. And like and like like Tim and Eric is a good example. Oh too. yeah, like they have they have like hit sketches, kind of mm-hmm. that you could like watch and everyone kind of laughs at. And then you could kind of get into their weirder stuff. I, I was actually thinking of uh, the Lazy Horse uh, <laughs> skit where with uh, Will Forte, where he's yes. like a he's a mattress salesman and yes. he's like. You'll something about like going to sleep, and then he like transforms to this like 
hell and he's like where's yeah. my son <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I, I sort of got like a little little vibe from uh your coachella dad video yeah totally yeah like, i like and i'm i'm trying to figure out uh like what's what's funny to me like and the dad the dad's so funny like characters that are obviously like <laughs> they're obviously like sad is like is funny to me like he's obviously like sad that his son like hates him and stuff but he doesn't like admit it and like i think that's like the funniest thing like i always used to do this character that kind of like made fun of my mom or like those like pta type moms where like they're kind of they're kind of like scary almost Mm -hmm. and like they look super happy they have this like really positive smile and like but they're kind of like scary like my mom would always be like hi how are you oh my gosh and then like but you could tell deep down like they had like a fire to them and I, that's like kind of funny to me like watching like tim heidecker you could tell like he's like he kind of has like that fire in, in his like in his, his characters and like they could just snap at any moment mm-hmm. right yeah um yeah, I, I think you know your your coachella dad like i think that that connected because so many people who are at music festivals are like, man, if my parents were here, it would be like exactly. the fucking worst thing, most hilarious thing ever. I know. And I, I think that was like, you know, it's a great character. And then you put him in like the perfect, most relatable, hilarious situation. For sure. And then and then people are like, yeah, that's exactly what, like what my dad would do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's that's totally a hard thing. To kind of do as well is like is that relatability with with comedy and like making it simple like that's such a simple idea like like dad trying to find son on drugs like it's it's super simple mm-hmm. and like that's what people relate to like you could have a joke that like um that just like doesn't like I, I was doing other things like while in that character like filming but it didn't like really go along with with like the joke of it all like I, I was like, oh, this is this is a funny thing uh, that like happened during during the filming of that, but like I couldn't then because it like didn't relate to the joke, you know, mm-hmm. and like it would have threw threw off like the whole video. Right, right. I feel like that's and like that's something that's hard for like comedians to do is like kind of give up a joke almost. Yeah. Like like if they're like, oh, this is funny, but like they got to realize that it could be like detrimental to like the the video right right gotta gotta kill your your babies or whatever that's why they have like deleted scenes and like movies they're like still funny but like you watch yeah. them like that that wouldn't have worked it would have like kind of threw off the vibe but right. like they're just like a joke yeah just standalone it's hilarious uh-huh uh, that's awesome man so did you did you market the coachella dad video at all no, really? I just, yeah, I just uploaded it wow. and I didn't share it on my own Facebook yet. I, I just, I had like, I had like, my, like, I didn't even care about my, my Facebook. Yeah. I care about my like YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, I barely had like any followers on it and I just like uploaded it and like, um, didn't even think about it. And then, yeah, I got home and I saw like 120 shares. I was like, that's really weird. But <laughs> I, I guess. And then like friends were like texting me like, oh, that's that's hilarious. And I was like, okay, I've been doing that kind of stuff forever. But <laughs> like, I yeah. guess. And like it just kind of like it 
it was kind of weird. I didn't really expect it. Yeah. It kind of blow up like that, which was nice. Is it making you rethink, like, which platform you're going to focus on? Like, uh, like style-wise? Well, like, maybe focus more on Facebook versus YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, like... Yeah, because, like, Facebook's really, like, short videos. Like, people don't have, like, that. it's scroll, scroll, scroll. Like, you have to catch them like that, like, super quick. Um, so I'm definitely trying to trying to think of, like, more of that, like, platform. Um, yeah, definitely, like, trying to upload more to Facebook mm-hmm. and promote on Facebook more. But also also on YouTube because I, I want to build, build that as well because, like, Facebook's super easy to share, but you don't really have those like main like subscribers. Yeah. Like that kind of like fan base. But right. you, Facebook's definitely a good place to share things because it's so easy to share videos and it's so easy to tag friends and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you just don't really get like paid, I guess. Which oh, is yeah. like you, like at, at that point, you're not like I was. I wouldn't care to have get a check from that. I I was more I was way more stoked that it got that much attention. Yeah. And like yeah. So is that the like one of one of your goals to like get paid enough from YouTube to have that be your primary source of income? Yeah, definitely. Like I I I tried to get like my like when I first started doing film, I was like really into like filming things. Mhm. And, like, the only way I could film things was to act and write in it. <laughs> yeah. So, that's, so, so, yeah, honestly, like, my first love was, like, filming things. Like, I wanted to be, like, director and, like, film. And then I was like, wait, but I can't film anything without an actor. I guess I got to do it myself. <laughs> I really just did everything myself. And that kind of, like, made me want to act and write more mm-hmm. than film. Like, I would rather just have, like, someone film it for me now. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, a weird, like circumstance that happened um and shoot what were we talking about (laughs) (laughs) uh youtube paying your bills oh yeah and and yeah so like youtube youtube paying the bills would be like way better because i could concentrate just on that like i film i film weddings Mm -hmm. and that's it's such a good it's such a good job because like i could work like maybe two times a, a month wow and get by because I've I've lived out of the house for like a long time, so it's really hard to like f- like figure out work and um and like how to make videos and stuff and how to have like a budget for videos. So like so like what I what I try to do is is try to yeah try to work as little as possible while while making while having a lot of time to like film stuff and like kind of just getting a lot of content out there and making like making easy videos to film pretty much like. Mm-hmm. Just while I'm doing things, like it feels the best to like film a video while I'm like doing something. Like I, I filmed a video while I was at Coachella. Like that's that like or like filming a video while like I'm at like a party or doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be really nice to be able to just make a living off off just YouTube, off like people, off um, like product placements and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and people make a lot of money off off that kind of stuff. Like I have a few friends that just make a complete living off of YouTube mm-hmm. and they make like a healthy living off of it too. And how much do they make? I'm not sure. Like they could, they could get like, they have a, 
they have like an agent for like their YouTube channel and then they get them like they get them deals and stuff and like add deals and like they kind of just either like shout it out at the end or like um or film something for someone and they could get up to like even if like they have like 250,000 subscribers they could get up to like four grand for a video if like they have like a or like five grand for a video if they have like um like yeah like an ad deal in it or something wow and then that then the adsense for youtube like doesn't pay a lot but um it pays a little bit i guess Mm -hmm. not enough to buy though really isn't it it's like a dollar (laughs) per thousand views or something bless you that's like the estimate a dollar per thousand so like i think if they get a video with a million views, they get a thousand dollars, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So is that like uh, is that like a short term goal? Um, like, do you have goals yeah. after that? Yeah, that's a short term goal because I don't really like. I don't w- really want to be a YouTuber. I would rather be on TV, yeah. as as do probably a lot of other YouTubers as well. Mm-hmm. But I'd way rather have even just like a small part or like a like a small job within like a TV network. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have that than like just be a YouTuber. Sort of, sort of like Tim and Eric or something? Like that or like just like a small like writing job or uh, like just, yeah, having more like acting gigs. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do that than, than like be like an actual like YouTuber. But the yeah. YouTube scene is pretty cool. Like they, they get like... They get like sent out to like VidCon, like playlists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there's still both like really good goals to like try to achieve, like being a being a YouTuber that can make all their money just off YouTube. Yeah, like all just like stand up comedy uh, or like improv. Like they're all like really good, really mm-hmm. good goals. But but those are definitely long term goals. Like what like what you could just like do right now is like the most important. Like I like just making videos is like the most important to me. Like just trying to crank out a bunch of videos and then people will, will like see them and then the, the ball will get rolling and they can see that you can make the, they can see that you can make stuff like on your own. Mm-hmm. It's like the most important. Like you could, you could try to meet up, you could try to like uh, randomly come across Steven Spielberg in an elevator and then give him your pitch and spiel. But then he'll be like, what do you have to show? And then you'll have nothing. Yeah, They won't see that you can make, make stuff that people want to see like on your own. Like that's mm-hmm. how you get, that's how you could get started. Like you could go to a bunch of job interviews and stuff, but they want to see like what yeah you have to show for it. I think that's really important. Yeah. It's, it's much easier for like your agent or even yourself to, to sell your talent. If there's a video with 2.4 million views, like you have, yeah, you know, that's, that's a, that's a special thing. Um, yeah, totally. Like, do you do you currently have an agent? I have a commercial agent. Um, oh. I want to get another one. Yeah, because there's always better ones, and he doesn't. He's not like the best, really. Uh, like some commercial agents, like promise, like all this stuff, and then really they can't do anything because they have so many actors and stuff. They can't like concentrate. Right. right. Um. So I, I I try to do commercials, but I'd rather do more like more TV auditions and stuff, mm-hmm. definitely. Have you, like, has anyone contacted you after the Coachella Dad video? Um, I got a few messages. Uh, 
and like some like opportunities to be in like other like film like projects but mm-hmm. nothing nothing to that extent yeah um yeah or, I mean, or that i've seen like so you know i have a lot of like writing mentors and directing mentors and they you know they say like you know write every day and then one or two days a week just concentrate on trying to find like an agent and like make connections to take the next step in your career um yeah. you know <laughs> If I were in your shoes, I'd be like sending a link to that to like every agent in town. Be like, yo, I just got 2.4 million views on Facebook. Didn't even market it. I'm the fucking shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, that would turn some heads. Like, that, that's a special thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because I'm literally this week like wanting to do that. Like, um, my girlfriend was like, you just got to get another agent. You got to like try to get an agent now. Like, you you can like once once you have that like kind of credibility like i don't have the craziest amount of credibility mm-hmm. but just even seeing that is like is like yeah something to something that'll like kind of open their eyes and like give you more attention than if like you had really nothing to show yeah yeah no that that's uh that's social proof right there yeah and i think that's like something that cuz like i i know a bunch of writers but they just write whatever like comes to mind like they're, they're like oh like this would be funny if we do like a like a harry potter spin-off thing of this and then like but i'm like do you even like you don't you don't realize how much money that would be you don't realize <laughs> like how like much planning and everything for that one joke like just think of something like that that's what i try to tell my little brother like like just just make stuff that you have present with you you know like oh you only have like a cell phone camera just make make something with that like you don't need all this like equipment and fancy stuff yeah, like he was yeah. oh, i want to make like when i was doing pranks he's like oh, i want to make prank videos at my school and i was like that's a great idea just have a friend like film it on your camera and keep like your your uh, or film it on like your phone and keep your mic like microphone on another phone and just kind of sync them on the computer mm-hmm. it's like you don't need like this fancy like wireless microphone and like crazy zoom lens like you could just get it done like this, uh, this other YouTuber that did pranks named like Joseph Costello, his first videos that that like kind of got him off his off like off pretty good. He just like was filming like we yeah, had with that like on his microphone on his on his phone mm-hmm. and like using that and like it was really raw, but like it got him it got him to the point where like now he's, he has a bunch of good equipment and stuff. Like like I, I feel like people just make excuses to not make like content yeah. and stuff, you know like but there's always ways yeah well if you make content then people can criticize you and say that you're not as good as you think yeah i know why the the hell would we do that (laughs) yeah i know and that's that's the best thing to hear is is criticism yeah i've had like i still like try to i'm trying to still figure out like comedy and stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, and like criticism is like, I, I love getting criticism. Yeah. And I've always gotten, like, re- like really hard criticism, too, like, from wow. friends and stuff. And, like, it's good to hear that, like, no, that, that's so stupid. Like, you got to <laughs> – what is that? I'm like, yeah, it is stupid. And then yeah. I try, try to, like, learn from, from it. Mm-hmm. And, like, criticism is, like, super, super important. Like, you can't just have people going, like, oh, that's funny. Like, you, like, you can't – like you need some criticism for sure. Yeah. How how do you deal with criticism? Um 
it's like if you if you, I don't know, it's kind of I I definitely like take it into consideration and try to figure out like what what they mean by that. Like um, like I've got like friends and stuff, but I I honestly like it. Like I like when people tell me the truth, and I like when people tell me like what they think I should do more or like what they think it's funny or not funny like you gotta you gotta like soak it in you can't just like be afraid of it you cannot be afraid of it like criticism is super important you can't just have your like mom be like butter you up and say that hey, you're, you're super good you're like the best he <laughs> like, you're not the best like no one's the best you you can never like you can never be you can never think you're the best or you're not gonna get anywhere really mm-hmm like so criticism is important you should you should accept it with open arms that's yeah. my that's my take on it what what if it's like uh like really painful to hear okay yeah there's there's other there's other forms of criticism uh and that's like youtube comments and stuff where people <laughs> like they just kind of go off and you just filter those out you can laugh at those cuz honestly yeah. it's just little like 10 year old uh little 10 year old fuckers just like kind of typing their life away my friend saw, said he literally saw some kid. He was like looking over his shoulder because he was like on YouTube, and he saw some kid on his phone just like writing hate comments one after the next on every video he saw, just writing him, going on to the next, not even watching the videos. Like, they're just a bunch of ten-year-old weirdos that like want attention, mm-hmm. and like you could just tell right away that they're just kind of sad, <laughs> and like, <laughs> like you, I guess you could take it with like a grain of salt i don't know if that's the right saying but like because if if all of them are kind of like negative then you should work on it but like if there's random like ones like that are super like mean then just you could just ignore it or laugh at it i took a bunch of screenshots when we were doing the the prank channel called simple misfits Uh i took just screenshots of like funny horrible like hate comments that people would write because like i thought they were funny yeah, because <laughs> like they're just like they're just hateful. YouTube comments are like most hate. Uh huh. Yeah, that's for sure. But um, but yeah, how, how do you take criticism? Uh, with your- not well. I cry for days. You do? Yeah, it's really sensitive. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. Just call- up and I'll and I'll talk you through it. Oh, cool. thanks, man. Yeah, I wrote a I wrote a sketch called. Uh, tindering with golf commentators the other day yeah and i was like yeah i think i got enough for like six pages but i ended up writing 24 pages oh gosh and i sent it to a few people because i was really excited and my Uh one friend who's just like no bullshit he's like bro this is fucking way too long and i was like (laughs) oh why did oh that crushed me (laughs) yeah and yeah it's really it is it is sad to hear someone talk bad on your work yeah um but you know, like if you you gotta <laughs> you just gotta accept it and like take it for what it's worth. Like if you totally disagree, then just don't don't listen to them. But like if you see if like if you're kind of expecting it, then like they they have they got something. Like yeah, they're onto yeah. something. That's for sure. Um, awesome. Well, let's talk about uh, writing for a bit. So you know, it seems like a, a lot of your stuff is uh, pretty improvised on the spot um do you have an idea and then go from there do you guys like map it out do you storyboard do you write everything and then 
go off on wild tangents. What's what's uh-huh. your strategy? My strategy is it's best. It's definitely best to have a solid script that you like mm-hmm. or a solid idea that you like. But sometimes just, just improvising, like yeah, having like having like a solid script is really good because you could improvise off of it and you'll still have that script that like if it do, if the improv if improvising doesn't work then you have that script to kind of be the backbone. But um, I I I like coming up with with having like a solid idea that I think is funny and like a solid character that like I know really well um, and having that first as like a backbone. Like I like having a backbone for things. But like the, for for example the dad at Coachella video was was much, was pretty much all improvised. Mm-hmm. And like I was just kind of running around just doing stupid stuff and like seeing what would happen. Um and like I had the idea down and I had like a few things that I wanted to say down which I I think was was really important. Um but for the most part I I actually write everything down mm-hmm. and try to improvise off of it. Cause like you don't want to you don't want it too like pressured like oh this we got to improvise this part it needs to be funny. Mm-hmm. So I think I think having a basic structure is really important and then you could improvise off of it. Right, right. Um, awesome. Do you use uh, Final Draft or what? What do you write with? I use Final Draft. Yeah, nice. Um, do you have like a, a daily writing habit? You write when inspiration strikes yeah kind of when inspiration strikes like i have like a notepad on my on my phone with uh with just little ideas Mm -hmm. um and then then i kind of go from there and then write it out um yeah and then some ideas i write out think it's funny and then i try to film it and it's not even funny at all and i just scrap it (laughs) that happens a lot and that's that's pretty that's pre- I, th- I feel like that's pretty normal. I don't think of it as like, oh god, I'm not funny. I I just kind of mm-hmm. think of it as like, oh, I gotta gotta plan it out and like pick, imagine it better. And yeah, sometimes yeah. we even film things twice. Like I I film film a whole video like twice. If, if like we put it in the editing room, like oh, it would've been way better if we do this, this, and that. But like, oh, this is only footage. I'd rather just reshoot it. And like that, I don't think I don't think of that as being a bad thing either. Mm-hmm. I think because like some people are like I was filming with one with one guy. I was like, oh yeah, we should reshoot it another day. He's like, oh man, maybe it's just not funny. And I was like, no, it's just we could just get the joke down better. And like, like it's it's not that it's not funny. It's like reshooting things is is totally fine. Like that, that's why they have like dress rehearsals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you look at it, it's just like we shot it, but it was really just uh, like an extra rehearsal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's good to it's good to improvise like on camera. It's like having an audience. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's harder to improvise without like an audience. I feel like. Um, right. Do you make videos yourself? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll send you some, and you can uh, you can help me get good at criticism. Oh, uh, you're not good at criticism. <laughs> well, I mean, not not good at receiving it. Yeah. No, it's definitely a, it's definitely a skill. Yeah, um, I'm not great at it either. I still get like, I still get kind of butt hurt. Yeah, yeah, but butt hurt is a very good uh, description. Yeah, I get I get kind of sad. 
um, especially if it's something that I thought was like funny. But usually, usually I, I try to expect the worst when I or like showing someone a video and like they don't even. I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> That's like a weird feeling, but yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think critic getting criticism is really important, but it's also like it sucks at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it, it's important. It would suck if everyone just kissed your ass all the time. That that would yeah. be worse. That would be worse. Yeah. That's why I like having people around that like have good opinions about about it. And like I I I only ask a few people about it. Like bef- if I like really like a video and think it could do good, I kind of ask like those few people that have that like opinion and that like good opinion. That's not gonna like it's not gonna hurt me. It's gonna be more like just like oh you should do this this and that. It's not really like this, like judgmental, like, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Find people that that it, it's good to show before, like, you release it to the world. Like, people that you kind of agree with their opinions, and like, they they kind of notice things that you didn't notice, like throughout the edit and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you want to be like, oh, you should you should change this, not just like overall, like, oh, this is whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, you should, this this and that and like that's that's the most important criticism yeah yeah i mean those those people are like uh like market research for you they're they represent like you know a hundred thousand people you're like cool now i can be relevant to them too yeah exactly yeah i think it's really good to have like a team of people and like yeah other people that could see your work because like there's a bunch of things that i miss that i'm like oh that wouldn't make sense. Like they're like, oh, this doesn't make sense. I'm like, oh shoot, I have to change something. <laughs> it's like, because it makes sense to you, and like you're the only one that's seen it. So mm-hmm. it's good to have that team that like could kind of let you know, yeah, like, wrong and stuff. Yeah, tell me about your team. Uh, I don't really have a team. I'm I'm just saying that, but I I definitely. <laughs> like, I what, what I mean by team is like I show like I show certain friends and like I show, uh-huh. um, like before I'd put my videos on on that one pretty popular youtube channel uh with the pranks i would send it to um this one guy named jason that that had the channel before that and then he would kind of give me like really good input on it and i'd be like okay yeah it wasn't like it wasn't just like oh this is this is stupid it's like oh this part's stupid because of this or whatever like they have like reasons for why they they think things and like, mm-hmm. and then like I, I sent it to my other like. It's good to have like people that kind of share like your same comedic, um, comedic outlook, but at the same time like kind of different. So where they could give you like that that third eye, mm-hmm. that third eye blind, third eye blind. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely good to show people before like and and just accept their criticism, take it for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, uh, that's probably a big component of of your success. You're like you're A/B testing these videos. Uh huh. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's smart, man. Um, and and I forgot to ask this: where where are you from originally? Uh, I used to live in this boring place called Marietta. It's kind of by Riverside, in the middle of like in San Diego, but like inland. Mm-hmm. Inland Empire, and it was really boring. It was just like it was just basically suburbs and like soccer moms, nice. uh, <laughs> and like, and that's that's where I was kind of 
that's where I was raised till I was uh, like right out of high school. Um, I grew up Mormon, and then I didn't want to go on the Mormon mission, so I moved out with friends. Oh wow! Um, and then we made videos there that were super weird and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and uh, and yeah, and oh, we moved to Long Beach, and then from Long Beach, me and my one friend that we did that did the prank channel with. Um, we like kind of packed up all our stuff and like moved to LA with like barely any money. <laughs> but like, that's kind of what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, dude. That, that's uh that's an awesome story, man. It's way better than mine. <laughs> where, where are you from? I'm from Florida originally. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was, I was finishing up my, uh, MBA and I was working for NASA as a budget analyst and uh, hated doing that. Hated being in office. I, I did all the funny videos for NASA, so that was kind of cool. For NASA? Yeah. For uh, that's that's funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> Kennedy Space Center. Yeah. Yeah. Like they let me do a bunch of funny videos. Like I did uh, like tutorials and like um, like motivational videos, and I like led workshops and shit, and that was really fun. But then they're like, "No, dude, you got to just do your accounting work," and I was like, "Fuck that." so after like two years i was like i'm just gonna move to chicago and and see what happens nice yeah yeah but uh i i spent a lot of time in uh in park city utah as well so i have a quite a quite a few mormon friends and whatnot nice i um my sister lives in in um provo oh yeah nice. they have that like they're they're at this place called Startup Building, and they have like this uh, food truck roundup thing that they started. That's pretty big in Provo, mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool. They just have a bunch of like good food trucks there. Nice. But that was a pretty cool place. Yeah. That Devin Super Tramp guy on YouTube, he like mm-hmm. I guess, he guess I guess like works at their off at their like office. He's super good. Oh wow. And stuff. Nice. Um, awesome. So, where do your ideas come from? Hmm. Probably, my my, like it's it's all different with each one. Like sometimes it just happens, and like the, like the like my dad character kind of just happened. Like I was like, oh, it's sad. Dad is like hilarious. <laughs> Always just trying to be like happy. That's just funny to me. Yeah. And, Kind of just like happened. We were just like, oh, let's shoot like a video where we're two, where we're two dads, and like this is way back when, mm-hmm. and we're like okay, and then that character just developed through filming that video, and then other ideas come up with, with getting like, just like thinking super long and hard about like what, what we should do to film, or what I should do to film, um, and then some of some ideas just come naturally, like all right, what should we film this week? Oh. And like like the anti-feminist protest one, that one was like, oh, what should we film this week? And I was like, uh, I think I think everyone's kind of fed up with feminism right now. He's like, what if we're meninists and we just like go out and we act like <laughs> like no one treats us right? That we're and like I was like, that's good. And then like we just went out and it started this huge protest. And that that idea came up pretty quick, but other ideas take like a really long time, like. One time, me and my my roommate, we just got like super drunk and like we're like we can't think of ideas and we're like hands on the, on the we're like we're not funny anymore and it's like ah oh. 
you know, like, and then, then an idea came off of that one. Mm-hmm. Off of, so like, I've <laughs> like, there's, there's been times where we're like, we're not funny anymore. Why is it so hard to think of ideas? Ah. And like that, that's super stressful. And like, and, but like, I guess that happens too. Yeah. Um, is, are most of your ideas, do, do they sort of, you start with a character and then put them in a situation or situation character or what? Yeah, kind of recently I've been doing more like I've been trying to think of of like what kind of because I feel like every every comedian has like a backbone character, you know, like Will Will Ferrell, for example, he's he's like kind of the same in each character, but kind of but he's also a different character like Ron Burgundy and like and like uh, Talladega Nights and stuff like he's still like Will Ferrell. I don't know how to explain it like he. Same with, like, Zach Galifianakis. Like, they're both, like, same kind of, like, that foundation of a character mm-hmm. themselves. But what they added, like, a little, like, a little cartoonish character on top of it. Right. And, like, and I tr- I try to think of of definitely, like, a character, a strong character before uh, I go. I, like, I guess I think of the idea first. And then I kind of develop that, like, character. Like, oh, what's the funniest character that would... uh that would like be be in this video, like for the for the one where we did like G, like modern day Jesus. And I was like a Mormon missionary. Mm-hmm. I was like, but what would be the funniest thing about this? I think it's if he was just uncertain the whole time of Jesus's like if it was really Jesus. Yeah, and try to like develop that like unsure character, um, and go from there. And like so, so I think like the the idea kind of comes first and then I yeah I try to develop but it's kind of both too like the dad character was already developed and I try to think of of ideas off that mm-hmm. nice nice um and I'm trying to think of like I of like characters that like what they have in common like all my characters and and that's kind of like doing a, the best they can <laughs> yeah they're doing the best they can and they like mean, they mean well <laughs> they mean, mean kind of well and like but they're also like unsure of everything and yeah. like kinda, they're lying to themselves pretty much yeah yeah like i kind of want all my characters to be kind of like obviously lying to themselves like the dad's like he's not happy at all but <laughs> huge smile on he's like yeah this is good like yeah he's constantly lying to himself and like the mormon missionary's like oh yeah he's like a, he's a good guy huh <laughs> And, like, this is always kind of lying. Yeah. I think that's what I find funny about, like, characters mm-hmm. in general. Do you think that, like, stems from anything in reality? I think it all stems from, like, the PTA moms that, like, I, I lived with. Does that, make, does that make, does everyone know about PTA moms? And yeah, stuff? yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, the PTA moms that are, like, they're just like so fake. Like they're so fucking fake. Like I'm not saying like my mom was like this. My mom's really awesome, but like she still like had this <clears throat> smile on at all times. But <laughs> and like just like the moms that I used to like live by, like they had this big smile on, but they were kind of scary on the inside. Like and like you could just tell like it was just like this fake smile that they like had on. And I think that's like one of the funniest things to me is like this like big fake <laughs> like smile when really like they're like. Just kind of like on edge or something. Mm-hmm. Like the dad, like he has like this fake smile on. And like I had this like cult leader type character that was like always really happy, but you could tell he's gonna snap like at any moment. 
And like one missionary was like, you could tell he was like sad on the inside. Like he always had like the smile on, but like, I think fake smiling is like, I think that's like one of my favorite things. I'm trying yeah. to, yeah. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that uh, sort of recurring through most of your characters. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, happy. Exactly. Yeah. Like what, what's something that you notice that you like about like your characters or your like writing? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I asked you if any of it was uh, based on reality and and that's sort of like what I notice in my own stuff, like sort of shit I'm, I'm going through, or like working out in my own head, like coming to terms with or whatever, like definitely comes out in my writing. Like yeah. you know, my, my character will just be like really pissed off at his dad or his dad will do something. And it's like, God, what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's oh, good. Huh? I say, I say, go ahead. You're gonna say something. Oh, uh, I feel like that comes out with like a lot of comedians. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like therapy, you know. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, you just you like you get it out on paper and you like you work it out. Uh huh. Um, in a in a funny way, so it's not so tragic anymore. Yeah, I was watching like Louie, and there's like there's a there's an episode where uh where like he was watching this like young comedian the comedian like asked him for advice and all like all the comedian young comedian did was like go up and like just like do a sob story pretty much mm-hmm. and he was like it's just not gonna not gonna work like you it's, it doesn't work for you like comedy's not for you and like he's like i don't know maybe add like a funny voice to it and then like then he then you see by the end of the episode he's on like tv with this like ridiculous voice doing talking about like horrible things <laughs> everyone like loves it and it's like it's like that's some form of like therapy like people do open mics and stuff so they could basically like talk shit on their jobs and stuff but the ones that stand out are like ones that make funny jokes about it you know like louis louis you could, louis could go up he could be still doing open mics if he just went up on stage and just like was like oh yeah fuck my kids they suck i hate them but like he makes these hilarious like jokes about how he hates his kids and like and <laughs> that's funny like he it's not a sob story it's like yeah you don't see it as a sob story but really deep down he might like he might think all that stuff about like his wife or like his like kids or like how he masturbates a lot yeah like that's funny to him and i was and i was reading or i i just started following this uh this one youtuber called brandon rogers he's like super hilarious all this stuff's like ridiculous mm-hmm super fast paced like weird characters and like he he, i saw like a a a status or something from him that said like oh it's basically therapy like i'm just i like i hate these certain types of people and like i can't like i can't like not hate them so much and i just kind of portray them in my videos (laughs) (laughs) and like that's like kind of what you're saying like it's it's kind of like a form of therapy almost yeah yeah um and you were mentioning like how uh, like Louie does that and it's super hilarious. Um, I think one of the reasons that it's so like hilarious and people like resonate with it so much is it's so fucking relatable that yeah. it makes you think of like your story that's similar to that. Yeah, totally. You know, I, I think that's like, and, and I heard this from uh, like Chuck Palahniuk. Like I, I watch a lot of uh, interviews with like people I, really like a lot and he was saying that like the best stories are the stories that immediately make you want to tell your story that's like that yeah 
That's so true. Yeah. Um, That's it, how improv works too. You like can't wait to like get what you're saying out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, and fucking Louis, man. Like I, I, I used to think like, all right, you know, Tarantino, like Scorsese, like Wes Anderson, like the these are my ultimate heroes. But I think it's now Louis. Yeah. <laughs> like what he's doing he right now. Whatever he wants. <laughs> holy shit! Like he just started with stand up, and I mean he's like basically the best stand-up of all time like yeah you know, say what you want his show is amazing like horace and pete is amazing he's like he's producing all this this shit like he's like yeah. in a league of his own he's self-distributing yeah like holy yeah, shit didn't even like advertise that um that one show you just said Lucy yeah. or something Hor- horace and pete horace and pete yeah yeah wait can i go to the bathroom real quick yeah man go for it yo he's back Put that whole gap in. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I, I don't actually know how to edit stuff. I just, <laughs> just put it in raw. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I know what you mean. Though. Like, Louis is super relatable. And, like, that's one thing that I'm just starting to, like, realize is that everyone likes to laugh, laugh together. Everyone, yeah. like, you, you want to make something that's, like, that someone could go, oh, this is so such and such. Or, like, this is, like... Like, this is you and, like, like a lot of the comments on, like, the dad video that I guess was relatable was, like, oh, this is so you in, in like, 10 years. Or, like, oh, this is this is dad if he went to Coachella. Like, they, they want to be able to, like, sh- yeah, exactly, like, share that story. Like, oh, this is such and such. Or this is us. Haha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, I never used to like to be, like, relatable. I used to, like, just to make weird stuff that, like, was so bizarre. But... No one could really laugh together at it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely like a, a place for just super weird shit where you're like, yeah, dude, it's not like anything you've ever seen before. But you know, people kind of get tired of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, how how important do you think it is to live in LA to like be uh, an actor, YouTube star, all that stuff? Hmm. That could go both ways. It's definitely not. Definitely shouldn't look at it as like, oh, I can't. I can't do anything till I, I'm in LA or in mm-hmm. New York, or in Chicago. Like, if if you're there, like if you're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, like that doesn't mean you can't make hilarious videos, and that doesn't mean like some YouTubers like get make huge videos and they're in the middle of nowhere and like. It doesn't, it's de- definitely nowadays too, like you can make, all right, so there's this guy named, uh, on, on, on Twitter, he lives in like Indonesia and he's huge here mm-hmm. and like, uh, like he's on Twitter called, uh, his name's Brian Emanuel and like, he's really funny and like, he just like, he just like knows about like American, like pop culture really good and like he's, he's, uh, his like alter name is like Rich Chiga and, uh. And, like, yeah, he's just huge here. Like, and he lives in the middle of nowhere. And, like, all, all these, like, he's like, hey, guys, I have a bunch of uh, people that want to meet me in, like, in America. Like, I'm coming to L.A. now. Like, it, it, he didn't, he could definitely live in L.A. and have, like, a successful career now. And that, and, like, living in Indonesia didn't stop him from making, like, stuff he wanted to make. And now he's, like, he's super big here. Like, not, not, like, huge, but, like, mm-hmm. 
you could still like you could still move down here and be and like meet up with a bunch of like YouTubers like uh, Twitter people and like Viners and stuff. Yeah, that definitely shouldn't stop anyone from from making what what they want. You know, like it goes back to like just people making excuses mm-hmm. to and not make stuff when really it's just right. you're making stuff because you're either lazy or or you're nervous i feel like some people are nervous to make stuff you know yeah i feel like that's the main thing people are just afraid to put themselves out there yeah and it is it is really scary very 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 scary like i like trying to impress like mormon parents is impossible because all they're thinking is like oh you're not doing or like religious parents like oh you're not doing it right and it's like oh gosh now i have to make something of myself <laughs> and you're gonna make bad videos and you're gonna make stupid shit that gets hate mm-hmm. and like but it still doesn't it shouldn't it shouldn't like stop you like you could be sad for a second but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you're not funny and you shouldn't you shouldn't you should stop making stuff yeah and yeah. it is scary to like be to try to be funny or like try to make something that you love and then mm-hmm. people judge it. That's super scary. Right. Yeah. You know, and, uh, haters are going to hate. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a fact. Yeah. Um, what about like, uh, when thinking about eventually having a, a TV show or, or doing film, do you think that makes it more important to live in LA? Yeah. Like I think, I think LA should be like a goal. Mm-hmm. If you really can't, then this doesn't mean you shouldn't be making stuff. Like we have, we have so many platforms to get your stuff out there. Like back in the day, yeah, you should be in LA. Like we didn't have the internet back in the day, but but nowadays, like we have so much that you could get your name out there, and like it's really hard to move to LA. It really is like trying to like move to a, a really popular place is, is super mm-hmm. super expensive everyone's looking for jobs um and like you can't you can't just rely on on like oh i'll, I'll make it big once i get there because there's <laughs> people that are here and they still have that excuse like oh i'll make it big once i meet people and then they just it's you just gotta like keep making stuff like yeah there, there's no other way like if like try and push yourself to move to LA. Like if that's what you want, try to push yourself to like meet new people and stuff. Um, but like, yeah, you're never gonna. You just gotta like, yeah, you know, keep writing, keep getting better, try and develop your craft, or else you're just gonna be you're just gonna be waiting for the grand moment of meeting Steven Spielberg in the elevator. And then you'll have nothing to show him. Yeah, and you'll have nothing to show him. So like, you just yeah. want you want to be able to to feel like you're one with them yeah you don't want to feel like a fanboy yeah 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 you're you're working towards the same end goal as them yeah exactly yeah what's uh what's your rent if you don't mind me asking uh i live with three other guys and we we made the living room it's kind of separate into like another room mm-hmm. no, i live with two other yeah i said that two other guys so we only pay like 1600 and we're in echo park is that, uh, is that total or each? Uh, total. Oh wow, nice. Not too bad. We li- me and my other roommate lived in a one bedroom in Los Feliz for fourteen hundred. Wow, uh, and that's a, that's pretty expensive for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And and it was really small, 
it was pretty not it was like nicer but it wasn't like it wasn't great mm-hmm. uh, la is expensive you know like we we got a really good deal on our place we have now like really good and um and that's still expensive for a lot of people right and you have a car i'm assuming as well right uh-huh yeah 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 i i got pretty lucky like learning film and stuff and like uh getting like a wedding business up and running because mm-hmm. uh, yeah but i don't know how how i'd do it if i didn't if, like i just had to get a normal job and stuff oh yeah man no that that seems like uh that that was a really good decision on your part because it's like it's still kind of honing your craft and it leaves you with a lot of uh spare time to like focus mm-hmm. on making content um like it I wanted something that would still be on the same realm and like I get like new equipment for for my for my business while um while I'm getting new equipment for making yeah. making stuff. So like business expense. It's, it's like a business expense but also doing it for fun too. Mhm. Awesome, man. All right, well I only have a couple more questions for you. Um, okay. and then I will let you go cuz you're a busy guy. Fucking finally, dog. Dude, right? What the fuck? Nerve. You got the me. nerve. <laughs> um, so, uh, tell me about like the equipment you use. Like, I, I noticed you do a lot of uh, man on the street type bits. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you mentioned using your phone. Do you do you use like higher end cameras, sound equipment, lighting, all that shit? I usually use my main. My main stuff is. I have I have like two soft boxes as lights, but I barely use those. Uh, I have like an LED light that I use a lot, but I have a Canon. I just got a Canon 80D, zero mm-hmm. D, mm-hmm. and it's brand new and it has like, and it has like monitoring for audio, um, so you can like listen to it what's going like right into the camera, and like I use wireless mics a lot for like even just sketches. I use wireless mics because I don't want to be having someone hold a boom mic and it mm-hmm. still doesn't sound like as good and and shotgun mics are really expensive so usually i do i do uh wireless mics just like right on the person mm-hmm. or if it's like on the street yeah wireless mic and we kind of stand back and like do it like that nice. or i just use yeah i just use my phone for i, I want to start using my phone more because I, I feel like people like that raw that raw like unproduced look yeah a lot and like the dad video was was just on my phone i was just like i just wanted to do something so i just filmed it on my phone and like i used to film on my phone all the time and like sometimes when you when you try to get hopped up in like how it looks too much then you it, it, you kind of get lost and like i think audio is the most important part like you you don't want people to have to hear a bunch of static and shit to like listen to your joke mm-hmm did you have the wireless love for the dad video? Nope. I just use my phone for that. What? Yeah, it's just the 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 iPhone six S, I think it is. Wow. And yeah, I just did it front camera and everything just right there. Damn son. Yeah. Could do and that, that's my most popular video and it was done on the on, on what I had in my pocket. So Yeah. So like focusing on like on like trying to get the best equipment, I don't think is important, mm-hmm. especially for like just starting out. Um, but yeah, I think wireless mics are the way to go, and just have it plug into the camera. There's even 
I, I even shot a video with my phone and I had a, a wireless mic. Uh, it like it was like a fifty dollar attachment and you could plug like a wireless mic into it and it goes straight into your phone. So you get good wow. quality video on your phone and it's it's really cheap. Yeah. Like you could do it that way too. It was for like a hidden camera type thing. Uh, where I stacked a bunch of beers in like a shopping cart and went around a grocery store and that's it. But um <laughs> and uh yeah, I just used that and it was really cheap. Mm-hmm. Nice. Or you could even just sync it and put your phone in your pocket and just have that as the microphone. Yeah, seriously. I've I've done that before. Wh- yeah. which uh which wireless mics do you use, just out of curiosity? Um, there's, there's ones, there's ones for $150 or so that are called Audio Technica, like ADW or something. And then I got the Sennheiser, uh, yeah, there's Sennheiser lavaliers and they're around like 600, 700 bucks, but they work really good. Yeah. Yeah. Those are probably the ones to invest in, but, but I think the, the $150 ones are good for starting out. Like that's how I did my first few videos was was through those mics. Mm-hmm. Nice. And once you get enough money, you could try and invest in the Sennheiser. Hell yeah, man! As soon as I get that big break from Spielberg. Big break. I'm gonna invest. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. All right. Well, I got uh, two questions left for you, and no then uh, I will let you live and prosper. Uh, who are your biggest influences? Um. Amanda Bynes, <laughs> Obs, dead serious. No, really? she's, yeah, she, she was that show like all that. Like yeah, she was so funny in it. Like the one character where she's all happy and like reading someone's letter. Yeah, you'd like all of a sudden flip out and be like, "What?" The? It was like kind of like a Steve Harvey's show. I don't know what show that's called, where you just like kind of like people tell him their sob story and he just kind of like rips them to shreds and makes them feel like stupid for even like feeling that way <laughs> it's like her character was like just like be super happy and then flip out or like just the Amanda show in general was so funny to me like it was so like sporadic and ridiculous like I really wish she was still doing comedy because I think she's hilarious um and then like Spongebob of course and then uh then it went to like Tim Tim and Eric's show which like was a big like breath of fresh air for me around like a few years ago because like mm-hmm. They had like they seem like ridiculous and crazy, but they still had like their three things. Like they were like nostalgic. They had like bad actors the whole time. They had like oh, yeah. infomercials, and like it, it was like a breath of fresh air because like they're so ridiculous, but they still had like that structure that they they kept to throughout the whole show. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous, so you knew what to expect, really. And I think that's like one thing that people need to know is like. Like when you do comedy, you need to know like what to ex- what what they're gonna expect every time. Like when you watch Louie, you know he's gonna rant about like his kids or make some joke about like how stupid people are or just something, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of know what to expect. And then recently, I don't know recently like who's my probably that Brandon Rogers guy on YouTube. Like he, I I find his stuff so funny. Um, and like his character is so funny and like his style is so ridiculous. Like I'm trying to, I try not to like copy his style, but it's, it's really tempting. Mm-hmm. And like, um, yeah, pro- probably him right now is, is probably one of my bigger inspirations. Mm-hmm. That, that's awesome, man. 
<clears throat> I, I can't wait to uh, look up all these people. You're like dropping some knowledge on me, man. Who who's uh who's yours? Uh, Louis, um, Tarantino, Wes Anderson. Yeah. Uh, Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm thirty. So I'm, yeah, I'm thirty. So I'm a little older than you. Uh-huh. Um. So I mean, I I grew up just b- before the internet was really like the main thing. Yes. So I, I'd watch movies like left and right. They they're like mm-hmm. my favorite thing. Um, yeah. So it, it seems like you're you're more focused on the short form television shows, internet clips. Yeah, I guess I d- I'm I'm just talking comedy wise. I definitely love really good movies. Paul Thomas Anderson movies are my favorite. Oh, nice. Uh, there will be blood. That was great. That stuff. Yeah. What's like one of my favorite? Yeah, I think There Will Be Blood's definitely my favorite movie of all really? time. Wow. And like I I yeah, and like not even like that many comedy movies are like my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. But that one like I really like his style is just super raw and like it's super real and like his characters and his movies are so developed that like it's it's like yeah all his all his actors have super developed characters and that's something that like i try to i try to do as well like i try to take inspiration from like like really good because that's kind of my ultimate goal too is to do like actual serious films mm-hmm. um but yeah, like Paul Thomas Anderson and like Wes Anderson, he has that same like style every time that it's just like you just love to see and like that that wit and everything. Um, so I try to take inspiration from them too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I can definitely relate to uh, just really enjoying like darker movies for some reason. Like, oh, I like, do too. Like I feel like I, I love comedy. Like that's what I, I'm drawn to whenever I write anything comedy comes out but i i think that like my taste in movies sort of represents what the comedy is balancing out yeah exactly you know like like i fucking love uh there will be blood blade runner uh dark knight those are like my two favorite movies mm-hmm. and those are like pretty dark like film noir super dark yeah movies you know de- dealing in some heavy shit so yeah, and that's kind of how like Tim and Eric have been doing. They do like this this series called uh, Bedtime Stories on Adult Swim, mm-hmm. and it's like this. It's a weird mix of horror slash comedy, and like it's super dark and like weird, but also mm-hmm. like super hilarious. Yeah, and, like you, you could tell they take like some inspiration from like actual like really good, critically acclaimed like dark movies and stuff. <laughs> Awesome, man. All right. Well, dude, it was freaking awesome to talk to you. Where, where can oh, people yeah. find out more about you? Um, Just type in Churdley's on Facebook. Yeah, probably facebook.com slash Churdley's. Okay. Uh, YouTube.com slash Churdley's. Check out our other – yeah, you could probably find our other stuff on there too. But mm-hmm. Simple Misfits or some old like old videos that we used to do. That uh, that did pretty good actually. Um, so yeah, sweet and, man. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll link to all that stuff in the in the show notes as well to make it easy. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Um, well, awesome, dude. Thanks, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, dude, it was real fun. I, I could have been a weirdo. You could have been a fucking freak. You could have been <laughs> jacking off. Yeah, right. That, 
better, man. Dude, that would have been. I, I should just start every interview with that. You should just to make sure you're cool. Yeah, just to make sure you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I did it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just making sure you're cool. That's why I'm naked. Don't worry. Yeah, dude. No, you can get naked too, bro. Hell yeah! Yeah, send me a link to the podcast. I wanna. Yeah, for sure, man. No, like what? What your what the podcast name is? <laughs> yeah, it's just my name. Okay. Show at the end of it, Chris Broadhead Show. Nice. Pretty hardcore title, man. Did a lot of research. You did a lot of thinking on that yeah, one, man. Fucking tabled <laughs> that tabled that shit. Well, that's it for this episode of the Chris Broadhead Show. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes so you can catch all the future episodes. If you have any questions or comments, please check out chrisbroadhead.net for all the show notes. I can be reached at at chrisbroadhead, and that's B-R-O-D-H-E-A-D, on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Now get out there and make some art.